Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community and all of those who are new listeners. So we begin with love. It is our human nature. It is something we are and that we can become, that we feel with or without somebody. But here's where those first three years and actually the first, first, first year of your life, attachment theory tells us that the early interactions between an infant and caregiver establishes an internal model that affects the child's relationships throughout the course of his or her or their lifetime. And in Dr. Daniel Siegel's Mindsight Institute course, he has one on attachment theory. It actually expounds upon the clinical implications of the field of attachment research including the neural correlates of attachment and essential functions of the brain, the different attachment patterns and how they show up later in life, and a key assessment instrument that can inform treatment for those who are obviously either personal development professionals such as myself or therapists, the good therapists. I love when I know that they have Daniel Siegel's Mindsight courses, however it is, because they're officially getting C credits for it. So it's acceptable in the academic field for those who are good therapists. They're going to be all over Bezel van der Kolk, Stephen Porges, Peter Levine, Daniel Siegel, everything that is the neurobiology of attachment, neurobiology of trauma. They know that, for example, disorganized attachment equates attachment traumatization. So we have people who have fear <clears throat> connected to attaching in my throat right now is giving out on me one second please i do not think i'm developing a cold but what i'm thinking right now is we got some amazing energies and some of you are still not using your throat chakras my lovely lovely community that i know my channel for so here let's deviate for a second when we speak from the heart it's always a message that expands and brings people together. It's a message that also understands there are different types of belief systems as well as subject matter experts who go against each other. We just finished talking about the big science versus the what? Other science. So if you create groups, you're not a functional adult material person. So really inspiring human potential. It's only if you want to be a bigger three-year-old, a whole heart, <clears throat> not somebody who wants to perpetuate the heartbreaking unresolved trauma that we get from, let me finish reading, uh, a key assessment, again, uh, instrument that can inform treatment and the primary role of integrative communication in promoting regulation. Integrative communication is most likely the ability, because I didn't take that course, but I have other courses with him, so I'm sure I already came across it, but it's just common sense as well. So common sense, excuse me, for the people who know how to be the human love. We all can, but... The people who have one secure attachment, so those that first year of life, means that humans are safe to me. Okay, so my body feels safe with other people, and that's very serious because it's not just the body, like the flesh doesn't mean shit, it's the nervous system. I'm talking about my nervous system is in ventral vagal. When I look at people, I don't have a fear response in my nervous system. I'm not defending myself because I am quirky, for example. No, no, I'm quirky, you're quirky. I don't understand what the deal is. A whole three-year-old heart is gooey, ooey, ooey. Yeah, I'm life, you're life. What do you want? Okay, so human enlightenment in a human way. 
this is what I'm trying to say. Integrative communication. I look in your eyes. You look in mine from my spot because I'm present since bottom up, top down, ain't doing shit because I ain't afraid of you because you don't have a weapon and you're not lying. <clears throat> right here, I know how to speak direct communication. <laughs> and in fact, I won't flinch. The minute you're like, oh, how dare you? You just were insensitive to me. Um, hmm, I'm sorry, but uh, wait, what? <laughs> so it all depends how old you are as you move into organically becoming the functional adult, which is like, okay, you know what? Yeah, I'm so sorry. I should have known how to be formal with you so that you wouldn't get in your, what year are you? One, oh, the one-year-old that's still seeking to be nurtured. I'm so sorry that you were not nurtured to help yourself to feel safe and your 4D mystic stories are taking over right now and you totally are in spiritual bypass. So that's just one random side note, because that's what 5D mystics, we get to meet a lot of the 4D mystics who are completely in their amygdalas with PTSD lingering all over the place, and they're throwing it at people, and they're in fact labeling them, oh, I have been with the covert narcissist these years, because I am an empath and I'm a lighthouse, and so, you know, since I am a lighthouse, even though I know I have trauma, I know I do, but still, I'm better than that person, and guess what, here, I want all the proof that way I can remember that I was not an evil, Knievel, medieval, anything here, and that I can go and get justice for myself one day in court. There's, there's people who are, cre they create actual movie-type scenarios, and the pseudo-aliveness is real, and it's real for them, and the part about me, I'm grounded in reality, so what I'm thinking is, this is a sad story, man. Shit, this person needs help, but they don't want to go to good therapy. And no matter how I try to say, hey, you know, there's good therapists out there. No, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I, But no, I, I want proof to go to court and get my justice. So here's the part about what you do with good information when you're a person who hears. I raise my hand. Human love narrative means I'm using my higher functioning brain. I'm not using any bias because I don't have it in this case. I don't have... My body isn't like, oh my gosh, somebody is better. No, they both in toxic type behavior where dignity is taken away from two people as they treat each other like shit as adults because they're not going to, for example, a good therapist that knows about attachment theory and can explain to them what's happening is you're trauma bonded, one. Uh, you're both apparently playing out a very nightmarish story. It's unnecessary. And you can, if you want to, get unhooked by saying, here, we're done. Okay, so within <clears throat> the last five years, I have at least at least three people that I know, humanly speaking, for action now, that could use good therapy. I've told all four of them that in very nice ways as a person who's been informed by the therapist I learned from. Did you get permission? Well, they're my friends and family, so I'm pretty sure I have permission to share with them, hey, I think you need support because you really seem to be crying. No, it's not about the crying. It's the actual way that the words that are used describe situations that are experienced by these people. And again, them trying to build a case against a super villain that they actually welcomed and consistently continue to engage in behavior and relationship with. So if you consistently, contingently communicate in a way with people who you are building a case against, this is the part of trauma bonding, and this is the part of, oh, I'm going to save my household. When we learn about Patrick Tiahan, <clears throat> childhood trauma survivor, healed in healing, and he's a therapist, and he talks about codependent types, and he makes it very clear in all of his community messages how you want to understand what it means when you're a person from a specific type of childhood, which is traumatic, you're going to be that child who consistently tries to save 
yourself from what is a monstrous threatening situation but you really are nurturing that caregiver because you're still attaching to the same figure so you're trying to make mommy daddy and the whole household better and this is why a person can become trauma bonded it's going way beyond the whole avoidant and anxious because we got people who seriously i mean again they they call themselves smart and and i agree that they know how to use their mouth they apparently have no self-appreciation for emotional plane. They, they, they consistently are okay with using words and living experiences that remain within emotional, immature, insecure. And it's not only fear, no, it's also anger and frustration and heartbreak. And they continue to describe scenarios as teenagers would. And that makes me think of teenagers who like to live drama. I don't know if they like to, but they do live drama. So the individuals are examples of what is actually quite common. Now, while, how can I put this uh, 4D community and in the in-between, yeah, they, they, they are just all over that one. So letting me leave that one alone, if you had any awareness of yourself, you would want to feel better every day when you wake up versus stick to your story. But as attachment theory tells us, <laughs> The way that the infant and caregiver establish that relationship. So it's an actual first three years of life that involves implicit memory, which has implicit, it's not even bias. It's literally the nervous system and that default mode network is activated. That's why they live pseudo-aliveness. And so their frontal lobes and them feeling alive happens when they're interacting in the very dynamic that they lived as infants, which is why the psych education is important and why I'm sharing it because there ain't no devil or evil in the sense of what people use ancient biblical texts for. Michael Stone's 1 to 22 scale, he's a forensic criminologist at the University, I think, of Columbia. His scale, the first 15, 12, they're all people who had shitty situations, ended up in shitty whatever made mistakes and they're in prison and then you know here's what gets me as i was reading about a story and the story is one of a daughter with a boyfriend who killed a mother and you read the story this is in america and the story is this daughter was being mistreated by the mother this is total child abuse I can't even talk about it. It makes me so sad. And I'm reading mass media that's fucking talking about this person. And I'm thinking of all of the stupid morons. They're not morons, but society with their little, oh, they, they murdered though. They shouldn't be let off for good behavior because there's people like that because they don't know how to read what happened in that house where a person's being given medicine because of the parent actually making them think they're sick. And then tying them to bed. Like th this child, this human being should not have ever ended up in prison. They should have ended up somewhere else. And the boyfriend went to kill to help. Like th these are two people. They didn't do the right thing. Not, I'm not saying that. But they had. it was literally like when you read the story, like they, th this girl didn't have any options. She was locked up. She met the guy through an app or something like that. And the mother was getting jealous that she had a boyfriend. And this newspaper's talking about it with the data. Fine. But... <laughs> this is where it was so sad I was so happy for her she's out I don't know if she's better though I don't know does she have a good therapist did anybody make sure she can handle life now is she going to be okay is the, bo the boyfriend has a life sentence because of course he should not have killed but 
did they have other options? Here's when we know the system doesn't work for what is justice. So see, in my book, there ain't no justice with these two people. That's not justice. And, and I don't care about needing to keep certain things in check. I care about creating conversations that state what is that woman, young woman, was a child in a household with a crazy quote-unquote lady who, who knows what happened to her to actually have the ability to treat her own infant that then grew up as a prisoner with diseases that she never had and, and literally tying, locking her up on the bed. And like, this is something absurd that nobody from the government institutions can step in and do. So we have bigger, in my personal opinion, <laughs> issues than somebody like, oh, well, they murdered. Yeah. Do you know the behind the scenes? <laughs> because if you hear about stories that are of children in homes, this is just like heartbreaking. So every one of us has an interest and some of us are interested in helping people. <laughs> and that's because we understand the fragility of life when you begin in a home. And we don't want to create, nobody's looking to create monsters out of parents or anything of like that. But here's where education, very important. Thank goodness the sciences always prevailed because there's a way that the checks and balances of, of, of things that are systematic work. They're slow at, at moving where they have to because of needing to have the number of data pieces and no one is fond of that, but it all has a way of working itself out. And that's why our species, as it evolves and learns about human love and attachment and trauma, cases like this will be treated in the future differently because again of course there have to be repercussions every action has a reaction and so you do not go around uh, you know killing people that's that's not right but in this case when you take the context out you're you're missing the point of what we're ha we have a person who was a prisoner who's being tortured in their own home and a person who loved that person who said i'm going to get you out of there and uh, committed, yes, again, like I said, the repercussions have to be there, but this is so, this is not justice, is what I'm going to say. It's a society with a specific idea behind the word, it's a bullshit word, justice, because there's actually torture that was taking place. And it's not that the parent, the mother, was not somebody who comes from a background with torture. Now, obviously, something's down there, too. Otherwise, they would never have engaged in that behavior in the first place. So our, our, our topic about devil and demons and evils is bullshit. Uh, trauma, legit. Neuroscience, legit. Human being body, legit. System, legit. Organizing, legit. Again, let's not do the little echo chamber of the mythological pseudoscience people who are flat earthers, for example, who are trying to do whatever they're doing for some reason. Because seriously, there's more important things to think of than to try and make the earth flat <laughs> or prove it. And the whole like science documentary, I, I can't wait to watch it, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, you're a community. You're like, uh, we'll find out. If you're a community that actually is bringing something that wants to support that the future generations can leave planet Earth when we need to, because, you know, I just found out that, for example, the moon is moving farther away 
Or are you going to tell me that everything that I have learned from my physics, this is the part that I, I totally am like, yeah, you're out of it. You trying to dismantle everything that is from our books and from school and then trying to create the idea that mythology is real versus what I've been learned or taught, excuse me, academically, you're, you're an extremist because you're not sitting in the middle or standing and you're actually trying to cancel out a certain amount. It's, it's uh, confusing for the people who don't believe in the fact that you know, we're staying grounded and we're using our brains and we're not going to dismantle what sciences are because of mythology, spirituality, and subject matters that come from creative narrative books. And that's, that's really straightforward. So like the Matrix thing, as Bill Nye or Nye stated in one of his interviews, you know, a lot of people talk about the Matrix and da-da-da-da. And he's like, do you actually think that even if there is something behind it, you'll ever figure it out? <laughs> so people who want to spend their time in pseudo-liveness, they use their time in the in-between, in the absence of saying, wait a minute, sciences is showing us that there are more important topics. So when I say stupid morons, I don't mean to offend people, but in my book, you're a stupid moron if you are just using the word justice, justice. You know what? Fuck you and justice, because in my book, that ain't justice. And prisons aren't justice. And treating a person who was tortured like they're a criminal, and, and really even the word criminal, because if we need to really go all the way around, then I'm going to say, you know what? lovely clan, <laughs> you're all fucked up. Because obviously the community of you and all have not been able to create what is a healthy household where everyone has dignity. No, you're a dysfunctional, dysregulated, in fact, nervous systems in survival mode. And so you continue to create toxic, adaptive child, teenage environments. It's not the devil or evil, no. You're in revenge and envy because you have low self-esteem. You're in the competitive nature of needing to prove you're right because you have low self-esteem. You don't know how to handle a conversation that could go on for infinity and beyond because you don't know how to handle your nervous system or your brain for that matter because you get pissy in your pants. You're dumbing down by the minute as you get pissed. I'm not because I'm okay with the unknown. You're not, okay? So it's very straightforward for an actual functional adult. What low self-esteem means, it means you don't know how to handle yourself. Whenever somebody's woo-woo, yeah, that's right, but I'm not woo-woo in the way of <laughs> the ones who are like, I'm going to prove I'm a mermaid. <laughs> I remember Splash, one of my favorite movies as a kid growing up. For example, Mermaid, I know of past lifetimes of mine. I, I saw that one, uh, Mermaid. But, you know, I already also knew, like, I can't prove it. And I'm not it. I go and take a shower every day. I don't turn into a tail. <laughs> That's proof enough to me. So if you want to stay grounded, it's very straightforward. If you want to live a story, well, there's your pseudo-alive people. And so we have a lot of what are, again, not morons in the actual sense, but they are magical thinkers of let me be the person who saves me from this horror household. They just don't go and become criminals who then have to go to jail and have to pay the price and da-da-da. So again, hopefully the two people that I read about will get good help so that they can become members of society. And I'm sure that the, I mean, the woman said, I felt freer in prison than I ever did at home. Can you imagine? I can't, I can't, I can't imagine. I can't imagine because it makes me sad. So yes, people like to use devil and evil because that's our ancient, the way they explain things that instead are not devils or evils. They're tortured people in their bodies. And so 
On that note, let's move towards a happier spot, which is those of us who have secure attachment and we know dignity. We can support people to know that their human nature is love and that we can work we can work it out. We can work it out. And you know, here's where the whole justice thing. Remember my funny story with those closed-minded individuals? Yeah. So these closed-minded individuals, which are not the only people who are closed-minded, they do the um, good behavior bit. So here's where, where is Sadhguru? He had a great quote the other day on that. I hadn't read it to you all yet. I think it's this one. Instead of trying to produce good human beings, we need to create joyful human beings. Joyfulness is the greatest insurance against all evil. So he's talking about joy within your own body versus be a good boy, be a good girl, be a good thing. And so the people that I had that conversation with, remember to my lovely listeners, where I said I don't judge people and this human being just began asking me a gazillion questions. This was an Italian. I didn't know what was going on because I just thought I was having a conversation by the time we're finished, the person's like, well, I guess we just wasted our time because none, we don't seem to agree. And I said, well, it's not a waste of time because I don't waste my time, me, Maria, personally. So I was answering in a way of, you just gave me a perspective that I won't ever have. So you didn't waste my time. Actually, I thank you. I appreciate you giving me your perspective. And I really had no idea that this person thought that I said not to put people into prison, which granted, part of me, yeah, I would be okay. <clears throat> right here I would be okay with that but then again of course I know the dangers it could create but then again I don't feel that there's justice as I said in a person having been tortured in their childhood being considered something that they're not because they didn't have a good start to their life they were held in a way that was fucked up big time and the society around me the ignorant masses because see this is when you're a moron in my book and that's when I become very much disrespectful in my words, which I acknowledge, me, the adult here, I acknowledge moron, not nice to say, I acknowledge that I think it for real, yes, I wouldn't say it if I don't, do I acknowledge that it's right, no, it's not right, it's a teenager attitude, and it's one that I, though, have, are you going to do something about it, is this a really big deal, wow, how old are you, are you busy doing anything that matters, because see, the conversation, to me, doesn't matter much, and trying to explain something is what matters more. And if a person has a brain, this is the part of taking accountability. It's very easy when you know where you come from, meaning where you stand from. So I stand in favor of love. And seeing somebody who began with torture means they didn't get a good shot at anything. The fact that you want to be all, oh, I'm a good person. you really gossiping the entire night about colleagues, talking behind backs. Petty. Petty is not even, the this is me being polite but I don't even feel remotely. So here's what a person who's human and knows what it means to just be a person who has healthy self-worth. There's nothing. There's no animosity inside my body. When I was done with this conversation, one, I had no idea what was going on. I found out later on because of another situation where I had a similar story. Um, a woman who was pregnant, her boyfriend lit her up on fire because she was leaving him and got jealous. And they both ended up, well, she ended up in her family's home. They both were drug addicts. Uh, they both got better. I don't know. He's in prison, obviously. 
And I just said, I feel bad for both of them. Obviously, they were in a relationship. Who knows what happened to them to be there? And, and you know, it's a sad story. I wonder how that child is going to grow up. You know, that was it. That was all I said. And it was like, well, of course, he ended up in prison. He had to. He had to pay the consequences of his actions. That's how it works. Uh, and that's when my friends later on in the car was like, oh, you just could have said that. And you would have not been thought of as crazy or scary from our friend. And I was like, what? So long story short, when people have nothing to better to do with their life, that's what they do. And they are not good or joyous. No, they're not bad either, but they're definitely human suffering narrative people and they're limited consciousness and they're the societal behavior ones. And for enlightenment soul age group, they're not very smart at all. So I'm going to stop insulting the moronic, deficient, ignorant, willfully ignorant people because they think evil exists. And you know what? I grew up with Jesus and God. And so, you know, it is what it is. I also am a mystic, which is what I love most of all, because I have experiences where I do know about the plane of the mind's eye. And what I know most of all is that the 4D collective are a bunch of people who have unresolved trauma. They're using their amygdala. They're not healing themselves. And right now we're in the midst of change and they are already voicing <laughs> their fear-mongering shit again because that's exactly what happened the last time around and then the last time around so it's my what third rodeo or fourth at this point it's 2023 it was 2006 when I began to be aware of where we were headed and I noticed that the people prior to me also had went through a specific number of cycles before coming to arrive at the awareness of oh wait a minute okay it's all cool it's all good, all good. And when you're grounded in the sciences, all good means there is no divinity being taken away from us because of AI. There's no monsters coming to get you because of technology. No, no. And we're not living the apocalypse. That's not happening. Even though for the people who stay within 3D and 4D, yes, we're, we're in the time of, they have so many words they use to, to describe this. <laughs> so they're not into human love at all. Now for us, we are into human love. So let's see by increasing our awareness of how experiences shape the structure of the brain, this is Daniel Siegel again, we can better understand not only why people behave in the ways they do, but also how to create healing, more positive relationships, and overall enhanced well-being. Okay, so integrative communication in promoting regulation. When you are a person who knows how to be your human love nature, this means that you don't look at people, like with the lady who was basically, quote-unquote, insulting me. No, she wasn't. She didn't understand how I could not judge people. And somehow she interpreted that me not judging people meant that I would not lock them up in prison. And I just laughed my ass off because I'm like, I'm not a ward person or whatever they're called. And I also don't do, <laughs> I'm not a politician, so I don't know why you're so up and in your ass about me not judging people. And even if I did agree with not putting them into prison. I'm one person out of 8 billion and in my own country and the countries that are run by systems, I mean nothing. So you being scared of me or have what's, I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's so out of like, how old are you? Again, I'm just thinking, how, how does your brain work? Because my brain works that we're having a conversation and now it's completely out of context because you are, I don't even know how that works. So I'm going to leave it alone. That's, that's what happens when you're a functional adult. So when you're not an adaptive child in your body, which means you need to prove shit, and you're just, I'm here, this is my thought, this is what I want to say, and there you go. Uh, 
integrative communication. I'm not actually judging you. I'm not doing anything because I'm calm inside because I'm actually just... And you get here because of differentiation of the self, your whole three-year-old heart. So you don't dismantle who you are because of society and their idea of good behavior. So just because my friend said, oh, but if you would have said, you know what I did two times? I said, we weren't talking about that. No, no, but if you would have said, I, again, recall that we were not talking about that. By the third time, I know that the people who I'm talking to are just as obtuse as all the other non-disciples from the Zen Master story. So they're all looking good and they do their society good behavior so they can go around with their mantles because I'm in the presence of what I'm going to use the word now, moronic, deficient, evil, ignorance. So see evil, if you ask me, it's all ignorant people who have an ancient silverback because they need to be whooped into shape. So yeah, they have a master. Oh yeah, they have a master. Mm, it's not, I'm not going to call it the false light. <laughs> That's giving credit to something that doesn't exist. I'm going to say they have unresolved trauma. Their inner child, their dreams are broken at some point. They need to be whipped into shapes so that they can be safe from other human beings. Because, you know, humans without weapons, they're still scary to them. Because all they need to do is look them in the eye and their PTSD is lingering in their brain from their unfortunate attachment wounds because not enough repairs of ruptures. I'm so sorry that your caregivers didn't know how to give you a sense of ease with being yourself and with being with your own species. Some of us, we use our higher functioning areas, which is why we're not deficient when it comes to understanding anything for that matter. Now, deficiency on data, that's a different story. Don't ask me to repeat to you regurgitation because that's not going to be my forte. However, ask me to explore right here, Daniel Siegel, attachment and the development of the self based on a synthesis of research across disciplines and decades. Oh, I'm all over that one. So this course is the one that I have, Attachment and Relational Resilience Across the Lifespan. And it explores how our sense of connection and belonging shapes how we feel about ourselves, relate to others, and engage with life. And you gain an in-depth understanding of the influence of attachment security on our sense of self, personality, states of mind, and other developmental facets of our lives across the lifespan. So I have started this course, but I haven't finished it yet. Uh, the course will consider the developmental implications of attachment while highlighting key findings in the history of attachment research, as well as exciting new practical applications of these discoveries. Uh, it will also provide the concepts and practices allowing each person to increase attachment security and access more adaptive, health-promoting, and integrative states of mind. So any one of you who is interested, Daniel Siegel has this course, like I said, I'm getting it, and it utilizes IPNB, which is another course I have. Now, that one is interpersonal neurobiology, and it's pretty complex, so uh, just know that, but it's really great. You learn to cultivate relational re resilience and build security. Okay, why am I reading all of this? Because that's how you can understand what it means that love is our human nature, and something that we are and can become, but that's when we feel it within ourselves and it doesn't have to involve people but it does involve that you can understand why we have what we have out there so people who kill each other it's not something good we don't want that we don't want people who are ignorant the morons we don't want to call them morons either of course again it's not nice but we can say that we feel certain ways like adults like i do and just did and while for me personally, it's actually not something I 
I don't do it at all. I just, it's been a while since I actually used those sentences because there's too much trauma and too many people who don't know themselves from their childhood for me to even use that word. It's, it's unfair. It's unfair to call somebody a moron when they're living the terror of their childhood. And some people think it's extreme. To me, it's not extreme because otherwise they would know that we're not evil, can evil, medieval. We would have more people who would be able to easily state Christ consciousness, the Holy Spirit, everything. It's like with yoga, spirituality, not yoga brings the devil and demon out of you or spirituality is a cult, or what was the other one? <laughs> That's something else from some other lady. Uh, these are all famous people, influencers, and they are actually human beings who went down the path of yoga and spirituality as people who have low self-esteem, and they have trauma from their childhood, and they were in spiritual bypass, and they didn't move out of it, no. Now they just moved to another spirituality bypass. So they have another leader who's whipping them into shape and their regurgitation of material. So they, they've maintained their karma wheel. They just switched aside. That's all they did. And they are calling the kettle black or whatever. So whenever you see two sides who are just against each other, all you know is you got a child and another child. And you got superheroes and supervillains and they're thinking they're rescuing. It's called codependent low self-esteem people. It's separation consciousness. It's to me moron as a teenager your free will is straightforward it's called unconditionally love turn the other cheek don't be reactive it's called grow the fuck up in your human being embodied brain but when you understand that you cannot grow the fuck up if you don't understand that those first three years your implicit bias your implicit memory everything that comes up okay and then that first first year of life that's really important People who have had attachment wounds and they have had abuse, neglect, again, and other things, their brain is impacted. The corpus callosum is compromised in its growth. The hippocampus is compromised in its growth. The prefrontal cortex is compromised in its growth. And so is the connectome. And that is what you need to integrate your brain. These four things are worked on and grown with yoga and mindfulness and compassionate intervention and meditation because those things the yoga portfolio of ventral vagal nervous system toning exercises thank you stephen porges polyvagal theory doctor for that data point daniel siegel mind brain and relationships the three pillars of the mind so focusing uh, strengthening focus being open and aware and then uh, having the kind intention, kind intentions because it activates your own human being. I'm safe to be here, ventral vagal nervous system. That's why. And your oxytocin gene hormone turns on and your compassion turns on in your body. So your body says, oh, I'm safe. Okay, cool. There's no threat out there. Okay, this is very important. These three pillars work the mind and they support your brain structure to move into growing the corpus callosum, which connects your left and right mode of the brain, your hippocampus, which is your memory center, which is always during REM sleep, your trauma memory is trying to get time stamped and put away into your hippocampus because it didn't get to be allocated. Your body didn't process it. 
trauma memory is lingering and it wants to go back and do the thing it's supposed to finish up, which is I, I need to be in the hippocampus because you are a organism, your embodied brain and you, like I, biology. Okay, that's why there's neurobiology. That's why there's biology of attachment, biology of trauma. This is why people who don't study the material, oh, it's bullshit. No, it's not. You didn't study it to understand what they're talking about. So, of course, you hear biology, you think of, I don't know, cells, a frog. You don't think of your brain. I... No, I didn't think of the body and brain in this way, but now I understand a little bit more of it, and here I am. So human love is our nature, but only if you can get to your zero, one-year-old and see yourself and soothe yourself, that's your nervous system, and stay safe to be yourself and then secure and be the quirky you with other people. Your open-hearted three-year-old as a grown-up who doesn't get pissy in your pants as a teenager because somebody's being a moron. And so the rigidity and chaos, teenager, it's normal because your black and white thinking is part of that years or those years of your brain. And you have things that take place. Once you get to 25, 27, the executive functioning areas of your brain are done developing. And by that time, okay, now you are going to easily be able to think long term. So your brain structure has a way it develops. But if you were impacted with childhood trauma those first seven years of your life, you have a smaller hippocampus. You have an enlarged amygdala because your frontal lobes are squished down because you're always in danger. And the neuroplasticity agent is actually working with your amygdala and not your prefrontal cortex, which is instead your higher functioning brain area that connects you to your mammalian heritage, your ventral vagal. So you have been compromised in every area that could give you the ability to be a inner well-being person with other people and with yourself. So the moron, it's not an actual moron, because nobody in my book is a moron. The reality is I don't even know who created the word, but if you're a person who has the inability to comprehend a sentence, I, I can understand that. I don't understand math. Give me math, and I will at a certain point start looking at you with a blank stare, and I will be so upset and frustrated because I don't get it. And I will like, I want to get it, but I don't get it. Okay, so I know I can get it with the right person, the right person who's the right translator. Right here's where I'm that lovely human translator for enlightenment, enlightenment the human way, mysticism the human way, being able to understand relationships the human way, and it's beautiful to be woo-woo pseudoscience lady, but not pseudoscience flat earther lady. <laughs> And not the whole, I don't know about that, mythological cosmology. I'm going to have to wait to read that one and, and, and watch it before I can express any kind of opinion. But in the meantime, attachment, trauma, and people, it's a very real deal. So when someone is able to get integrated communication, that's because they get to meet the eyes of a functional adult and they get to meet somebody who treats them with dignity and they get to feel that inner child being welcomed. That's the beginning of a journey. And if they're open to their ability to see themselves as whole, and so they don't actually reject themselves, they will then begin to learn about what love is. The people who are, quote unquote, the moronic deficient individuals, <laughs> I'm going to use that one as we close on out the year, so when I meet those people, I am so, uh, it was saturated, I think the right word, as a young adult. <laughs> Today, as an older adult, I'm like not even noticing them because I just 
went through the moment of, wow, they're all traumatized. Shit, that's just fucked up. Oh, wait, there's therapists. Oh, wait, they don't want a therapist. They just want to talk about how special they are. Okay, well, you know what? Uh, let me move out of your way so that you can keep being the special person you are. And I've shared what I can. And there you go. So, of course, nurture means that I support you. Doesn't mean that I support you by telling you you're right or wrong. No, I share with you my love. I hope that you find a better day tomorrow. And here's where if you don't heal what hurt you, you will bleed on people who didn't cut you. I don't know who created this sentence, but this is the like hurt people hurt people. And as our lovely Patrick Tiahan points out in one of his community posts and posts, and I totally agree, people today in 2023 can have access to good information. It is out there. If, on the other hand, they're diagnosing their partners and friends and they're talking about the cancel culture, they are teenagers who are weaponizing words and projecting their actual unresolved trauma, their karma, call it what you will. It doesn't matter in the word area. It matters that they're not their human love nature. They are their human suffering nature with love in the drama of Romeo and Juliet type going on. So they're all not securely attached. They have attachment wounds. They have small trauma, big trauma, fragmentation, you, you name it. And they're out basically reliving their house of horrors and nightmares from their home. And if they get it instead right, we have people who move into the 5D collective. So they don't hurt people. They say, you know what? I love people. I love life. I want to feel the depths of me. I want to participate. Something happens and or more, hopefully not like once they're done. Meaning I've heard the stories of, ah, I, I basically almost killed myself and then I finally awoken. Okay, so um, when I hear that, I'm not laughing because it's funny. I am a person who has for a long time agreed that Smarts is not something that I have when it comes to regurgitation of material. However, I do have something called equanimity. And as a teenager, when I was seeing teenagers be extreme, of course, I did the teenage thing as well, meaning I was silly. In fact, that took me about a year to say, okay, Marie, I think your gut is way better at telling you what's good for you than any other person on the face of this planet. Because the adults, they just don't, I don't even know what's up with them. You know, they keep saying that they know more. It doesn't seem like they know more, hmm. but I'm going to leave them alone because they're adults. I'm supposed to respect them. Okay. That's what I'm being taught as a child. And I have to wait till I'm of legal age to say I'm an adult. And that's all. That's all I did with the adults was I'm going to wait till I'm an adult so I can be an adult too. And I'm going to enjoy children and be with my peers. Cause you know what? I, I don't need you around. You, you just give me the guidelines. I follow them. That way I can be left alone and I can keep doing what I want to do. And that's exactly what worked. So once I was 18, then I got told a lot of other things. And I'm like, wow, I thought that once I was an adult, I'd be given the opportunity to have my own opinion, which I already have had for a long, long time. I don't care about how many years of experience you have. You're not living my life. I am. Stop telling me how to think and feel all the time. <laughs> like, what's the deal? So my peers were all, to this day, my peers unless they are securely attached and functional adults and in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, mm, yeah, we're going to leave that one into the sphere of the unknown. But all I can tell you is human love. It's open-hearted, spontaneous, and we look at each other as whole. You bring to me who you are. I'm not going to come around telling you what you are or not because you're, you're you. I'm going to use your name, and I'm going to use my name, and I know how to tell you 
in a way that is direct communication, this is who I am. And that's by looking at you with dignity. And in fact, again, when silence is chosen, the right silence, it's because you have an adaptive child who is behaving with shame, blame, fault, revenge. Don't matter if they're projecting it at you and calling you the devil, evil, whatever it is. It doesn't matter if somebody's ever pointed a finger and made what is going to be an accusation, like the lady who's scared of me. <laughs> but um, the part about what an adult knows with other adults is I respectfully hear you, so thank you for your data point. I will take what you told me and just share with you my thoughts if I feel that I want to, and then I will recalibrate in accordance to what I know can respect me and you, because that's how grown-ups know how to share space, because there's no need for us to fight. We technically aren't even in each other's vicinity. So it's unimportant for me to try and prove a point because I have healthy self-worth. I don't need boundaries. I have, again, healthy self-worth. means that I know how to recalibrate in accordance to what my emotional, mental, and physical needs want. Me, Maria. That's called being a safe haven, secure base for yourself. That's your nature. If you're an adult, that's human love. If you're not yet, you don't know love yet because your ventral vagal don't get engaged as often as you could engage in it if you're able to just enjoy different opinions with each other, which people don't. They actually get into the little battlefields of words. <laughs> so when people who don't heal come to people who are healed and they want to be pitied, we don't pity them. Eventually they understand that we won't pity them, but they still feel it a safe home because they know they're not being judged. They know that they're being welcomed because they will feel it because we continue to hear their story the way they're telling it to us, not because we want to support the story. No, because they're experiencing their subjective reality. And if they don't get a handle on those first three years of life, that implicit stuff, there, there's no, you can't talk to a person about their inner child. Their adaptive child is doing everything in its power to save that home that they were terrified. Whatever it is, you, you're not going to, you're, you don't have a person in front of you. You don't have a moron either. <laughs> the ones who are morons, they're the ones who are cocky. They're, they're even worse, quote unquote. But the reality is, again, they're all children who are hurt. And that's why we choose the right silence and we choose Shiva. And as you're growing up, it does look like fear because you're holding back. But once a person grows up enough and you are equanimous, a smart person will know that the ability for you to be there and just be serious without judging, it's, it's just, it's there. Uh, recently, I had an interaction. I'll use this one as, a, as, a, as an example. It's a person who I am pretty sure they're an alcoholic one. They're a very sweet person, and we have the relationship. And I'm direct as a communicator, always have been, always will be. And if people project, I know how to say, oh, I'm so sorry. And I, I say it better than this. But the reality is I didn't do anything that is wrong. I will know it because I will know that I can't read. I can't regulate your nervous system. And it's not my job to do it. So if you're a grown-up and you feel pouty in your ego, I'm not going to give two shits about it. That's as straightforward as it gets, which is like this lady. I didn't give two shits what was going on. I didn't know what was going on. But when she was like, oh, we wasted our time. I'm like, no, we didn't. And I was really genuine about it even though I knew something was up. So part of me was like, you know what, fuck this. I'm going to let you know I appreciated you. 
because that's the right thing to do after all of this time you spent chit-chatting. No, no, I'm going to appreciate the perspective you gave me and I'm going to turn around and leave because I really learned something, who you are, which is a gift. You gave me a gift. A person in your life is a gift. And when people are not appreciative of the differences, it's something that a grown-up won't be like, oh, I'm unworthy now. Oh, my society doesn't like me. Oh, how shameful. No, I don't live in the medieval times, people. I don't need no approval. You can kick me out. No, we don't live in the towns. I don't want to live in the town. That's what I love about cities. That's what I love about the future. For those who live medieval times, we're in the future. They think we've lost all tradition. No, we can learn. And in fact, the ones of us who are here, we learn how to be a mui. The 5D collective are people who are okay with sciences. They're okay with the in-between as well because we're smart enough to know how to hear words and they don't have power over us because we're not babies who are trying to prove shit as teenagers while everybody else who's getting in their pissy pants is afraid of each other versus <laughs> understanding that the system works a certain way. So to close on out, this friend, they are somebody that I always have been direct because that, that's just who I am but the point was when we first interacted or I tried to interact with them I noticed that they would not even look at me they wouldn't hear me literally they they I was not offended I was like wow this person cannot hear me this is fucking fascinating because I I literally went in two or three times to try and interact with him as he interacted with a common friend eventually they began to interact with me and they saw my, my stare and they would say, don't look at me like that. And I'd be like, I'm not looking at you like that. Don't, don't misunderstand. And then they would use words. I know people think I'm stupid. I know people think I'm a drunk. I know people said, I never said these words. I'm not speaking these words to you. This is not my opinion. I'm just looking at you because, you know, I mean, you drink a little bit too much, don't you think? So being direct, being genuine, consistently building a relationship and eventually them just taking a liking to me, me as well, and being able though in a certain way to say, okay, no, today is not that day. Go and do your thing somewhere else. And for them to be able and take it, not as me being offensive and being a person who finds them annoying. No, it's today's not the day. You know, we, we're, we're having a good time over here. And so that's what a relationship between people who appreciate each other but it's not because of the mannerisms on the outside integrated communication and really what it is is you being able to be present so it's when you're a person who doesn't have judgment you don't cast a stone your nervous system the bottom up top down you're not chit-chatting from your left brain oh no it's him again or her again ah teenage behavior your body's not like, oh my God, they're drunk. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so these two are important to note because that's how we navigate our relationships. But you can only be in an awareness of this if you are a person who knows how to be in your ventral vagal. And so if you have any unhealed trauma, this is not going to happen yet. Because for you, when you look in somebody's eyes, you're alert, alert, alert. I'm in danger, I'm in danger. Because that first year of your life is where that needs to be cleared quote-unquote understood from you and your own body and so you can feel at ease to be yourself but only you can bring yourself to be there and that's where I'll use again me I'm good with being a direct communicator I'm good with people thinking that it's too much to whatever it is it doesn't matter there's been a gazillion ways that people use words <laughs> that I've always found fascinating that I hear 
and that I understand how to recalibrate in an effort to meet that relationship because that's what I enjoy, to be able and mingle and tingle with all types of walks of life. And the ones who are open and grown-ups and present, they make it very clear because I'm welcomed just the way I am. And my heart is expanded and my mouth can keep talking and, and, and I know that I'm heard or anyways that I'm not judged because sometimes I might not be heard but I'm not being judged I'm being welcomed so when you're welcomed as you are by someone like my friend you will feel it that's called the felt sense of self a human being that welcomes anyone is a person who is unconsciously loving which is our whole spontaneous way of being around each other as grown-ups you can do it too it's called I don't have shame because of society because a grown-up doesn't need to be a teenager. Teenagers are the ones who try to do shit. Peer pressure. Anyone? That's why they said. For me personally, it was an organic, emotional maturing growth, which I'm pretty certain any securely attached person can easily achieve this, which is why IHP content is attracting mostly securely attached person or person who's willing to get to their secure attachment because they want to. So they will hear, they'll say, you know what, I want more of that. And actually, I'm going to go get Patrick Tiahan. I'm going to go get Basil Van. I'm going to go check out Daniel Siegel. Oh, I want to hear about the good therapist with EMDR, somatics, and child parts. I want all of it. <laughs> they're not going to resist it. The ones who resist, quote unquote, they're not resisting. As Janina Fisher states, there isn't self-sabotage. And anyone who's a good trauma and attachment therapist and all that, they will say the adaptive child isn't ready to meet their zero one-year-old or their other child parts. It's too much. It's too scary. It's too so this is the part people don't understand. A window of tolerance and dissociation from a clinical perspective of depersonalization and derealization. What the 4D mystics don't understand is that the ascension energies, they don't upgrade your DNA in the sense of snap, snap and done. No. Your trauma memory comes up, if though, when it comes up. So those five individuals, at least a handful of people who have not improved their energetic spectrum or their life and they're doing their karma, they're all mystics. They all ended up in this idea that they're light workers in the sense of I'm a lighthouse and I attract that which is not yet healed. That the thing is, <laughs> nobody is broken. And healing, it's, I don't like using that word, but if really we must, it's your trauma memory. When it comes up, you are meant to see it and to soothe yourself. This calls self-regulation. Let me calm my frustration. Let me work with it. It's not you delete it. No, you move into your restorative embodied self. This is your human birthright, secure attachment as well from the good trauma experts. So human love, the nature of us, but only when you get into your mammalian heritage. If you're misaligned and there's a shame cycle, inner critic, outer critic, then the drugs, alcohol, sex, food, and isolation, that's where something different happens. And it's the, uh, if you don't heal what hurt you, you'll bleed on people who didn't cut you, okay? So it's projection. It's all the people who are, oh, I'm an empath with a narcissist, and they're using words. Even the therapists are like, oh, let me spell out to you how to watch for a narcissist. The narcissist is a person. They need just as much good therapy as anybody else. And those people who are using all of the, I'm going to close out with this, they all had apparently a narcissistic parent and none of them went to start their childhood trauma therapy. Good, with good therapists. Because if they had, they would stop using this word and creating a villain out of a person who needs good therapy. 
So whenever somebody's creating a villain, like the big science, the big farm, I know I got a story teller. Oh, lo and behold, I got an extremist because you're all charged into it. I know you haven't recovered from whatever trust break and attachment wound. And you know what? You're against humanity is what you're doing. So I'm clear on where you're headed because I have infinite higher human consciousness potential experiences and because I know of humanity's potential because of our evolution, because of sciences, because of good educators, but it's because I get to choose from my brain. I trust people. I trust life. I'm a human. I choose love. And it's based on myself and I. But I had first three years of life, again, with the ability to engage in a gooey, ooey, ooey, ventral vagal nervous system state. And so I'm okay with being quirky as a person and weird. I don't actually believe in it, by the way. <laughs> I just think I'm fun, if you will, in a nerdy way. And that's the personality trait that I enjoy because laughter, making humans joyful. Laughter actually is great. It makes people smile. What's bigger than the gift of smiling at the level of the heart? So be compassionate, kind, and try to remember we don't know every person's body's experience so we can support them with good psych education and chit-chats and dignity and all that good stuff. We'll be back with more. Have a great day.